0: Welcome to this month's podcast Passport 2 where we discuss family-run hotels and could they be the key to the hospitality industry's future. We have two phenomenal hoteliers with us Marie-Louise and Kimberly, and I'm going to hand you straight over to them to introduce themselves and tell you about the wonderful properties that they have and share with the world. Marie-Louise
1: over to you first. Hi, I am Marie-Louise. I am the creative director of a hotel group in Italy called Pelicano Hotels. Um, We run three hotels, one in Tuscany called Hotel Pelicano, one next to Rome called La Posta Vecchia and the other one we just opened last year um, in Ischia, an island um, in front of Naples, basically. And I'm a creative consultant for other hotels as well.
0: That's wonderful. And Kimberly?
1: My name
2: is Kimberly Pariente, and uh, I am artistic director for uh, the Maison Pariente, which is a collection of uh, three hotels as well. So we are a family owned uh, luxury hotel. We have one in Crillon-le-Brave in Provence, one in Saint-Tropez uh, called Lupinay, and one uh, in Méribel, Le Coucou and um i've worked closely with my father and my sister to launch this uh, hotel collection and um i think i mean my work consists of uh, creating the customer uh, experience inside and outside of the hotel i take care of uh, uh, my handle you know the tableware inside the hotel the smell uh, the amenities in the room uh, the towels the sheets the layout of the menu the you know design of the website it's very very uh, vast uh, Best uh, intervention.
0: So, what both of you do is integral to any of the process of all of the travels. I'm a huge fan of both uh, both of your all of the hotels. Um, where are you both locked down at the moment? You're going to make all of us jealous, Kimberly. I'm in the, my country house in Normandy.
1: I'm in La Posta Vecchia, in the hotel next to Rome. So, both with
0: spectacular views and hopefully not the rain that we have in London today. Tell me, what makes a hotel iconic for you? Haha. Ha. Um, It's a big old question.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it... I I always think if it has personality and a soul, really, that's what makes a difference, right? Then um, I think that, the soulfulness of a place and and its longevity, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The experience that you take away and you hold with you that I guess makes you want to go back again and again also.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: Kimberly? I think there is a... There there can be many things um, from, you know, the location... Um, The view, I think, for each hotel, it's different. You know, for Creon Le Brave I would say it's the view. Uh, For Mary Bell, I would say it's the location. Um, But it's really, you know, all about the authenticity and the history of, you know, of the hotel. But also, you know, the staff uh, is a big, important part for me of, you know, uh, iconic hotels. Because uh, usually you, I mean, I like to put faces on hotels as well, you know.
0: Absolutely. So it's, I mean, it's the heritage and the heart very much from,
1: mm-hmm.
0: again, it's it's all about the experience which both of you focus so much on. What do you think are the most exciting parts or even challenges of running hotels? Kimberly?
2: Um, well, I think uh, the most exciting part for me is, you know, the beginning when you start uh, conceptualizing the, the hotel and, you know, uh, uh, putting the team together to, you know, to make the project happen. But it's also um, just running the hotel and just having happy, um, happy customers, you know, when you have your first, uh, your nice comments about the hotel and, uh, that is really exciting. Um, I think some of the challenges would be, um, of course, um, you know, the service, because, um, you, you always want to give your guests a great service and, um, always, um, um, always have, you know, an element of surprise for your guests so that they can, you know, um, you know be happy every time they come and experience something different and and anticipates their the evolution of their needs you know throughout time.
0: Absolutely Mary Louise what about you and also you mentioned that you just opened a new hotel so any things about that which i mean of course the excitement of opening as well as the challenges.
1: Well the cha- we have a lot of challenges now. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> Must be the most challenging moment for anyone in this business i think. Um but I I I I totally agree with Kimberly. I mean the beginning, right? See when when the project starts, right? When the hotel is kind of you conceive, you come up with the idea of what you want the guest experience to be, what world you want the guest to be stepping into. And um and I think it is, you know, about creating worlds and everyone has each hotel has when it's not a corporate chain, but when there's a, a face, as Kimberly was saying, to it, um it's, it very much reflects personality, I think, of that person. I think that's what makes a hotel great or not, you know. I mean, you have to resonate and and, and feel connected. When we opened Niska, we did that in five and a half months, which I think it was absolutely bonkers. Um... We signed on in January, and we opened the hotel in sorry four and a half months, like end of April. So you know we had a clear kind of vision of what we wanted it to be, but then it was just building day by day until then. It you know you 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 do it, and it's and it's open for business basically. But you know then hotels are con- constant, constantly evolving. You're never stopping. You're always updating. You're always keeping it relevant. Keeping it fresh, and, yeah, and, and there's so and interesting much, and of course there's so much in it, right? So the, again, from choosing the tableware to the linens to the guest experience to the branding to the graphics to the smell, to I mean, it's infinite. Absolutely. So that brings me to the
0: personality. You've both talked about the personality of the hotel, the heart of it, the what your what stamp you're putting on it. So both of you so creatively involved. How would you describe your own personal style, and how is this reflected in your hotels, Marie Louise?
1: I think it's quite mixed. I mean, it's, it's definitely um, a style that I would say doesn't kind of, it's quite subtle. Um, I definitely would say that for the Pelican and for Iski, I guess. It's, it's a mix of like eclecticism and kind of classic and, and, and all quite subtle. It doesn't scream and yell, although it does have a, um, a quite a clear um, imprint. But I mean, what I try, because I design all the hotels because of the I have a design background. And so it's, it's always about trying to make the spaces talk more than trying to overdress them, if that makes. Um, Absolutely. It's a lovely and, way of putting it. Absolutely, and, and I think, you know, hotels are like people. They have, they have a DNA, they have a story in there already. Um, and one has to kind of polish it and make it come out.
0: And you're both very much a, a face of the brands as well. Definitely. It's it's so important because it's your it's your personal baby. It's your project. If it's four and a half months is a longer gestation period, certainly. But it's your baby that you start from the beginning and, and then say, here it is. I'm presenting to you to come and say how beautiful she is or he. Kimberly, what about you and your, your personal style and your personality and how you reflect it in hotels?
2: Um, I think in my personal style, I would say, um, I mean, the way I do things is, you know, I always try to do it as comfortable as possible, you know, because that's the way I am. I'm very natural. And in my personal style, I would say a bit, you know, like also classic or, you know, timeless. I don't know how to put it. That does reflect in our hotel because, um, you know, the way we imagine decoration, even though we don't design the hotel ourselves, like like Marie-Louise, we we work with, you know, residential designers um we there is a sense of you know um of classic you know timeless in the decoration um and and that's also because you know when when a place is too fashionable, it's you know it often goes out of fashion very quickly. Um, we, my family and I, were in the fashion business before, and we like to say that uh, you know a, a hotel decoration is not like a wardrobe; you cannot change it every season like you do with you know a new collection coming out. So you really need to find your you know your timeless uh, style. As for um, you know the, the comfortable and natural. Uh, experience I would say we always try to make our uh, our hotels like if they were uh, you know intimate uh, vacation homes like our homes and um, and bring that comfort so so that the guests can really experience and you know at home experience.
0: You talk about Kimberley I read um, about helping a guest discover the city through your eyes can you tell me about that and how do you do that?
2: The way we think our hotels, um, like I think Marie-Louise does, is uh, very personal. Uh, we always try to put ourselves in, you know, in the customers' uh, shoes and anticipate their needs. Um, and uh, for that, we attach a, a lot of attention to all the details for them to have a, an authentic experience. We don't want them to only experience, uh, you know, um, the hotel, but also the surrounding of it. And um we, we put together an experience uh, guide that we send out um, to the customer when they make a reservation um, so that uh, they can, uh, you know, have access uh, to all the different, uh, um, you know, activities they can do from, uh, uh, you know, um, city tour to sport activities to trekking. or uh, There is so many of them uh, so that we can uh, anticipate uh, their stay and, you know, have... Um, um, have uh, have them have the best experience uh, at the hotel. We also um, have a wide uh, list of you know the best restaurants, the best viewpoints, the bars, the shopping to do in the areas because uh, um, you know usually uh, guests when they come in uh, you know they don't know about the area and they expect you to give them uh, uh, give them um, you know tips about it and um, I I found it so. Uh, personal because you you know you you don't uh, want to put that in the hand of just uh, somebody you recruit and that don't really know the area you need to really implicate yourself so that uh, you ensure that the guests will have a nice experience wherever you send them to
0: absolutely and i think there's a huge added importance and value in understanding the local area where you are and that's what people want they want to appreciate that and they're coming to that destination and that hotel and to appreciate and understand that life in that vicinity I want to move on to partnerships and collaborations, which is changing and evolving so much. How important do you think it's going to be moving forward, Marie-Louise?
1: In, in the hotel business in general, you mean?
0: Yeah, I think the travel industry and collaborations, I've, I'm aware of one that you've done with Birkenstock. But general par- partnerships and collaborations brand, I think travel is much more than a hotel. It's much more a lifestyle now.
1: You know, when I started at the hotel, uh, working in the in the hotel, I I thought that the hotel industry was quite closed minded. I got to tell you, I agree with you. You know, this is the way you do things, and this is the four walls of the space, and, and that's it. And and I think that um, I I'm a big believer in teamwork and collaborations in life in general, right? From from friendships to to, to what you do uh, to your profession, and I, and I think it was so important for for me. It was really important to bring in the rest of the world into the hotel and and the things I was interested in. So, you know, um, you know, photography, we did two books with Jürgen Teller. We did, you know, we really started to do quite a lot of things that were collaborative and and bringing, in in my case, it was kind of just my personal interest, you know, so from the books that are in the hotels and, and, and who chooses them and everything was really kind of, um bringing professionality outside professionality of people in different fields in. Um, I, I think it's really important just because I always compare hotels to people. I think the more layers they have, the more interesting they are and 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 and, and the more I want to discover and, and 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 the more enriching it is then to me, right? If you have a great conversation with someone, you lead that conversation feeling enriched. And I think that hotels have in in some way the same can do exactly the same like you can pick up a great book or you can pick up a really mediocre book that was bought by the meter and 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 I think there's so much opportunity um, to, to, to to give an emotion and to to enrich the guests and I think collaborations are really Key. And again, it can be in all different sectors and, and parts of it. It's not necessarily, you know, we do a lot of apparel and fashion collaborations, but it, again, it's about books and music and, and all of it.
0: Are there any particular ones that have been personally wonderful for you or particularly successful or even ones
1: that you may have coming up? I have quite a few coming up in a couple of weeks, and that's a big surprise, surprise. Oh, we shall um,
0: watch out for it. So no,
1: I've, I've enjoyed so many, you know, and, and they all come kind of just, they're really... Um, organically and naturally and just you know i've done we've worked a lot with apc that they did all of our t-shirts many years ago and olympia letan and she did our clutches based on our first books birkenstock was um was was really successful um and people kind of really liked it but i generally wear birkenstocks all the time and i just felt i couldn't wear them at the hotel as much because it's a bit more Polished, and so I wanted to do a pair of shoes that reflected that. That were easy because Birkenstocks are easy peasy, but that you could wear them day and night. And it was very selfish. I did it because I wanted to have mm-hmm. Birkenstocks that I could wear day and night. Well, I guess
0: that's the beauty of of being an influencer in an industry where people like a a, a property, they like the lifestyle that you create. They want to be part of that lifestyle. And within that lifestyle, it could be a, a book you're reading, the music you're listening to, the shoes you're wearing, the bag you're holding. Completely. Um, uh, Kimberly, from your side, is partnerships and collaboration something that uh, your properties do or moving forward? Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't collaborated with brands yet. We
2: were uh, in discussion to do so uh, this year, but I think, uh, you know, as an American brand, so I don't think they will come down this year um, with what's happening uh, for Lupiné. Uh, but we do collaborate a lot with the, you know, local uh, um, growers and manufacturers to get products locally. Um, we also um, have a wine collaboration for uh, Creon Le Brave and Lupinet where we work with local vineyards to make our own uh, uh, rosé wine. And um, we also um, work uh, with um, artists um, who come to our hotels to make um, uh, pieces for the hotel. So um, in Marybelle um, at Le Cuckoo and in Loupine in Saint-Tropez, we worked with Mathieu Costé, and um, Alexander Benjamin Navet, who did uh, pieces on the wall. So it's really part of the hotel. You cannot remove them. You cannot sell sell them. You know, it's really specific. So they stayed a couple of days and and made them specially uh, for the hotel. Um, And um, we hope that more and more we have more art collaboration uh, just because, um, you know, my family is uh, very big in... in in art collection, my parents have been collecting art for the past 40 years, so it's something that we we hold dear. Uh, But um, on other level, I I think like anything you do, you kind of collaborate and partner with people because, uh, you know, um, when we decide on a smell, we don't do it alone. We hire, uh, you know, a company that works with us to find the best smell. You know, we make uh, tries. Uh, Same thing for the music. It's it's all about collaboration to finding the right... uh, the right sets you know the, the right uh, music that, that goes in the hotel so everything that's, is about that's collaboration that,
0: that completely just taps into my next question which is you know holding the customer's sensory experiences you're both tapping into every single sense and ongoing keeping it alive and keeping that moving and that local aspect I think is everything and it's key and From what I read about and understand now, that's more important than ever because you've also got the loyalty aspect. And how do properties and hotels work with the locals and support each other, especially at a time like this? Family-run hotels and big chains. What do you think are the big differences between this?
2: Well, I think uh, everything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think everything. It's a really opposing style of hotels. Um, I believe you know, family-run hotels are into personalization where um where uh, big chain hotels are more into standardization um and i think that's what we do is we try to you know approach um the guest um you know, a different way than than they are used to in in the hospitality business. Um, We are very implicated in all aspects of the hotel, you know, the financial, of course, but also the design, the artisting, the storytelling, the the service, the experience, uh, and, um, yeah, and, you know, um every every aspect is very dear to us and and I mean the the main idea behind um us wanting to create a, 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 a hotel collection was really for our guests to feel like a inside a
0: private house rather than in a big chain hotel so I think you know that that says it all. Marie-Louise what for you is an ultimate deal breaker for a hotel whether you want to go or if you've stayed there?
1: But things that are badly made is something that drives me crazy. Like,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Not necessarily the service, but the choice of everything. Like, um, you know, laziness drives me bananas. And, and I think also it, it makes me really frustrated when I go into a hotel. And I'm sure it happens to Kimberly as well. Like to go in and you're like, God, this place has so much potential. And it's just not, you know, it's not, uh, used that potential. And you think, oh, it's really frustrating.
2: Yeah, I would say this. Yeah, the same. I think when you go inside a place and you don't, you know, you see there is potential, but they're not doing anything about it. That, that makes me crazy. But um, there is also different aspects. I think I'm I'm kind of very picky because I, I, I was so lucky to travel a lot, and now I, you know, I, I got picky about the, you know, the places I stay. Um, but uh, they don't have to be fancy. You know, um, it's just. Um, I need comfort. I need a lot of comfort. I need the beds and the pillows to be, you know, as comfy as possible. Not too soft, not too hard. Um, the noise, also, that's something that drives me nuts. Like when you take some time off and you go rest in a hotel, and you can hear, you know, the vent or a pipe or anything that that really makes me crazy. Um, and I would say, you know, probably the service, um, you know, hearing hearing no. I hate hearing no in a hotel. Like that's the way I was raised with my parents. It's the customer is a king. So everything he wants, you have to give it to him. Of course, he needs to be under certain, you know. Reasonable. Um, yes, yeah, reasonable. But, uh, you know, i rather just people saying, um, let me see what I can do. I'm sure we can, you know, find a solution. Uh, let me come back to you on it rather than just hearing, no, it's not possible. It's not doable, you know. Because everything is doable,
0: I agree. Everything is absolutely doable. For me, it's really important, and I love it when the staff remember my name or you know call me yeah, by exactly. my name. I just, it's such little things like that which are so important and so simple.
2: Yeah, it's completely. Yeah.
0: Uh, how are you staying in touch with your customers at the moment?
2: Well, we are very active on social media. I think it, you know, it give it give our customers a you know, um, a little bit of uh, warmth because, uh, you know, they, they need to travel. They want to travel and, and experience right now, but they can so that they kind of travel through pictures. Um, we also shared, uh, you know, through the social media and through newsletter, some recipes, uh, cocktail recipes, but also playlist and, uh, uh, you know, quotation, inspirational quotation,
0: you know. And what about you, Marie Louise? I know you're very active on social, which well, is super.
1: Now I'm traveling across um, Italy. As I was telling you, um, um, so I'm in Abruzzo, but um, but virtually traveling, but making virtually us all envious. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> virtually traveling because you know, like everyone in the world right now. But Italy got it really; um, it's having a really tough time. So it's Kind of. I think we're all in this together. So I'm checking into different hotels, going at different restaurants. Um, In terms of our social media, we just keep up. You know what we were doing, just showing our worlds and our and our spaces and our hotels. And then we we send you know um, letters. And I have a lot of friends who are guests, so I have direct contact with them. Um, You know it's it's hard. I don't know what we're gonna. You know, no one knows what's gonna happen next. And it's um, we're starting at least in Italy to see kind of the light. Uh, of what we can be done but we don't we're not sure yet what we're going to be doing so um you know it's difficult to give communications saying we're we doing this or we're we doing that when it's all quite uncertain but we we we're, we're here and we can't wait to see everyone again absolutely um you kind of touched on this but how do you think the actual
0: travel industry will change if at all it will change post covid
1: i think people are going to really want to travel i think a lot more probably i mean um, we're, we're the
0: minute all- they can jump on a plane, they're
1: yeah. on a plane.
0: <laughs> I certainly
1: am. I think the plane is going to take a while before take goes on a plane. And I think there's going to be a big uh, boom in road trips. And I think, you know, countries close to each other are going to travel between each other. I mean, if they lift the ban, of course, um, which hopefully they will soon. Um, I think I was talking to my friend Yolanda, who has a magazine on travel called YOLO. She, I'm on the trip with her, by the way, in, in on our virtual road trip. And and we do have a chat and, and I, I do agree with her when she says, you know, I think people are going to travel deeper in the sense that they're going to go more into the stay longer in a place. It won't be like a, a checklist. Right. Done. The Florence, Rome, Venice, Paris. Check, 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 check. It will be staying longer and exploring deeper um and under the surface of place and and i think that is i if that happens which i think it will will be great i think it will just slow down the pace of traveling it won't be manic and trying to fit everything in a bit as we do with our jobs right and, and traveling i think it become the same like i'm going to do this and that the other and maybe there'll be more quality and i definitely think people will look for more quality
2: yeah and definitely i think experiences you know yeah because um Often now, I feel like, especially, you know, the vacation, you know, in August, when you take a weekend, it's different because it's a couple of days. But when you go in August, usually now you kind of, you know, you want to rest and you kind of lazy um, and you don't do much. And I think now people are really want to, kind of want to experience, you know, real experience.
0: Making the most of those travel yeah. regional for the moment, but just making it count. Mm-hmm. And I, I think also...
2: De- definitely i think the you know the sanitary um measures are going to change inside the hotel because you know we're going to have to we don't i think like like Louise, we don't know yet what is what is going to be imposed by the governments, but uh we know that our guests will probably expect you know things from us so you know we are putting together a list of things you know that that we can enhance um so that our customers feel you know safe
0: absolutely it's interesting because it's a we discuss a contactless check-in, a contactless, all of this stuff. When in fact, the essence of a boutique property is is the contact and that personal experience. Yeah. How do you think the hosp- how do you think people can help the hospitality industry now, Kimberly? Uh, by, book- by booking stays, if I may say, yeah. because I think,
2: um, you know, all the hotels right now are really suffering from all the consolation they had. You know, money they already had in their um, there are accounts that they had to reimburse the guests, uh, you know, and also, you know, all that time being closed, even though, you know, the government is helping us as much as they can. It's very difficult for, um, for all the hotels and, you know, the restaurants and all the little uh, commerce that were depending on tourism to survive. You know, some some people, some little commerce, they only, you know, um, make money like a couple of months out of the year and those months are, you know, they're gone. The yes, seasonal gone. party specifically.
1: Yeah. It's a long chain of events, right? It's domino. So it's not only the hotel that suffers and everyone else. So um, so I think it's important to get people back on their feet and traveling.
0: Yeah. More on a personal level, do you have any favorite things to do during lockdown?
1: Marie-Louise, have you taken up belly dancing? My mother has. My mother has <laughs> um, no, I haven't taken up belly dancing. I started yoga again, which is great. great. Um, and... Um, and then, for the rest, I'm working so much I'm working even more than before, which I didn't think would be possible. But because of all this mobile stuff and virtual, I think one word you work so much less efficiently in some ways, right? I guess, and
0: also people working from home, there's a there's a there's a gray area between work and home. It just kind of overlaps into one big mess, really. Yeah, what about you, kimberly? any any things that you picked up during lockdown?
2: Uh, well, I'm trying the you know the life Pilates. I mean, I did try. I kind of stopped, uh, um, but um, probably cooking. Yeah, we cook a lot. We make cakes
0: and yeah, banana and we, bread. And we and we get fat. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's healthy. It's healthy. And for both of you, where's the first stop that you will? Where's the first place you'll travel once you can? If it is leaving Italy or France. Uh, Kimberly?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. Probably go to the south to Saint-Tropez. I need to see the. I need to see the the sea. You know, even though I have it in front of me, it's not the same. It's you know, it's Normandy. It's not the. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably need to put my feet on the sand and uh, and lay down uh, under the sun. Probably Battery. in me, yeah. What about you,
1: Marie-Louise? So I want to go and see what's happening there. And I think that's. When everything opens back up again, I just am going to go back to my places and take care of them. I miss, I miss my job a lot. I miss the people I work with. I miss, I miss it.
0: That's a wonderful sign. It's a very wonderful sign. Thank you both so much for your time. Where can our, our audience and listeners uh, follow the progress of the hotels and the properties and all the wonderful things that you're both doing?
1: Marie-Louise. On our social media. What are the handles? Uh, Hotel Pelicano. Mezzatorre, La Posta Vecchia, and I'm the collector of all of that, uh, Mary-Louise Shop. Super. know very complicated last name. Short. S-C-I-O, compl- S-C-I-O. Short, wonderful. complicated. Short and sweet. <laughs> Kimberly?
2: Um, well, you can follow, follow us on Instagram. Um, we also have a Pinterest and Facebook. Uh, we have different uh, accounts for each uh, location. Um uh, everything is under Maison Pariante with an S, Les Maisons Pariantes. And then if not, you can go to Hotel Lupiné uh, Saint-Tropez, Le Coucou Marybelle and uh, Hotel Crianne Le Brave.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you both so much for your time. It was such a pleasure to speak to you. And I wish you a very safe lockdown and a quick comeback and recovery. Thank you very much, Gina.
1: Thank you.
0: We would love you to check in with all our other podcasts where we discuss well-being, long-distance relationships, what makes a hotel great, and the truth behind solo travel.